and subscribers. Hello. We're back. It hasn't um. been a full week yet, but it's it's already looking to be a week on my end. The only reason I remembered that it was Tuesday was because I knew we were recording, and I know Tuesdays are recordings, but it felt like Thursday. And I was like, it should be a Thursday. I I can't express how how late I was at work and how how annoyed I was that I was there that late um because then it delayed not doing things at home and I didn't want to delay our thing and updating Chrome already up like already interrupted I've <laughs> never heard time I've now. never heard anyone like saying Chrome has delayed me by a full 9 minutes like also Chrome you're going to occupy 9 minutes of time and not 10 like, or round down, like, do five minutes. Like, why nine? Why was it nine minutes? <laughs> well, funny you should you should harp on nine. <laughs> um, because there is this shopping uh, complex. Uh, not to triangulate, but oh, close enough to where I am. And the speed limit is not five miles an hour or ten miles an hour because the parking lot. It is nine. Are you serious? I swear. It's not a joke. They literally have three of these. I don't... What's the joke? I'm missing, who I'm missing it. Who measured that? Like, did someone, like, decide that because of the shape of the land, like, that speed would not force, like, centrifugal motions or something? Like, what the hell? I just... Girl, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But speaking of lands, that does low-key remind me. Wow. Of, uh, <laughs> how you like that segue? <laughs> oh, it brings us into the title of today's episode, which is The Seven Seas of Incontinence. You can t- derive from that what you'd like. We're going to derive the words for you. Um, and then Maybe we're going to derive all day. All day, all night. We're going to just jump right in to the the sea. (laughs) Last week, we reviewed some terminology that will help us get on the same page in terms of our conversations when it comes to grammar and spelling, because all of us are at different levels of these things, and that's okay. Um, So there are some more grammatical uh, and syntactic elements that we definitely need to discuss before we talk about specifically Christina's plight of the day, slash the week, (laughs) I should say. Um, so, first of all, we need to talk about affixes. Affixes, lol. <laughs> affixes, thank you. I put the wrong emphasis on the wrong affixes. I love a good uh, emphasis. So, <laughs> I try. I try. So, basically, affixes are a set of letters that generally add, that we are adding to the beginning um, or the ending of a root word. Sometimes you'll also hear it be referred to as a base word that it's being added to, and it modifies the meaning in some way, shape, or form. Now, it's okay if you have never heard of that. I'm sure you have definitely heard of the next two. Prefixes. So essentially, prefixes are a letter and sometimes a group of letters that are added to the beginning of the word to create a new word. I promise you, you know what this is, even if you don't know the actual word itself. So when we have the word untie, for example, you know how to tie things. Guess what? You also know how to untie things or, you know, gravity does it for you. And so 
un, un, that is going to be your prefix here. Then we have predetermine. Determine, we know what that means. That means that you have set your mind onto something. And so when we put pre in front of it, predetermine. Boom. I feel like the, the father in my big fat Greek wedding. Arachnophobia. Uh, <laughs> it is Greek. Always Greek. Actually, these, was, these are Latin. Sometimes but... Latin. <laughs> that's why I said LOL. Just kidding. Sometimes Latin. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, then we have suffixes, which can also be a letter or a group of letters that are added. But at this point, where we are adding to it, it is at the end of the word correction of the root word or base word. And guess what? It creates a new word, as you already guessed, because you're so flippin' smart, bro. So when we have the word sweet, we add nest to the end of it. We get sweetness, the sweetness at the bottom of a pie. And I think somebody recommended that for a book club. Um, then we have beautiful. Beauty is the root word. We add full to it. We're like, ooh, we made it an adjective. Look at that. Essentially, having these attachments, these letters, letter attaching to these root words, they alter the meaning. Sometimes, many times, it'll turn into or transform ooh, from like an adjective to a noun or even a noun to an adjective. Um, and it can also create antonyms when we do that, meaning the opposite of it. Nobody panic. It's going to be <laughs> Yeah, and thank you for bringing up antonyms. A word has a meaning, and then the antonym is its opposite. So words that are opposites. Part of today's word discussion in involves an antonym of a word. Maybe, maybe not. That's part of the explaining and complaining. Um, so thank you. Mm -hmm. But knowing all of these terms um, might feel like really boring. And if you learned all these things in school and you on purpose forgot them, like, I, I get it. You know, it feels very like, I know how to speak. I can read. I don't need all of this. But it supports us in our journey our meta-linguistic journey, right? We all say things are so meta. Facebook is meta now, right? Meta is just thinking about something. So it en enables us to think a little bit more in depth, more abstractly about linguistics, the study of language or the way words and sounds interact and create a meaning that we then understand and react to. So by knowing what an antonym is, it helps us understand the words we're about to discuss. <laughs> Last week, it was my week of torture. And this week it's Christina because honestly, I I just can't wait to hear hear what has tortured her in all this time. Tell us the word, friend. What is the word? So our pair of words are continent and continent. <laughs> <laughs> when I first brought this up to Claudia, she thought I was obscene, and I am. But like, so are you? I literally only heard of the one nay seven continents um and not the one that she told me about um and <laughs> i was i was like i don't tell me more friend this will also be uh, a discussion of a pair of homographs so from last week we Ooh. discussed or two oh gosh episode one actually not last week in episode one we talked a little bit i think it was whatever. In some other time, at some other point in time, we talked about homographs being words that are written the same. So like continent and continent are written the same. They're spelled the same. Turns out that's about all they have in common. So this is a cautionary tale in utilizing like an etymology approach to try to figure out what a word means. So sometimes it doesn't work because maybe some root words were really, really similar as in the case of today's uh, explain and complain. 
and they <laughs> ended up creating English words that are identical but have completely different meanings. Mm. I have a hunch. Um, after we discuss and explain away these words, I think Claudia is going to try to still connect the two. So I look forward to that. Yeah, I got to use my, my English degree in some way, you know. <laughs> well, just you wait. <clears throat> you already know my de- my, my bullshit degree. Know. I have a bachelor's in bullshit. <laughs> Well, Claudia, um, despite your bachelor's, and uh, you probably learned the actual word consonant way before that, right? So like you said, the seven consonants, the seven C's. I don't think there are seven C's. Wasn't that like, aren't there more? I don't know. But there are seven consonants. And before that, there was one, right? Pangea. So as a kid, you learn the word consonant in the context of large masses of land, right? Bodies of land that are on the earth and each continent has a set of countries or antarctica (laughs) has penguins um so like for example we live on the north american continent can confirm can confirm so we learn this word in like i don't know first grade grade school sometime however you classify grades age six thereabouts we learn Um, we internalize we utilize no questions asked we never think about why is this called a consonant it's just the label that we were told and we learned it we memorized it for the vocab test and maybe you had to spell it excuse me don't forget about the state exam we also memorized it for that you memorize it for the state exam and then once you get to high school you have to know like what countries on what continents were in what on what side of the wars and all that so um, and, you know, in ancient history, it helps understand the expanse of certain empires across multiple continents. Here's the etymology of consonant as in landmass. All right. <clears throat> so um, it comes from the Latin, surprise, terra continens, which means continuous land. Terra means land. No surprise there. Continens means continuous, like something that keeps going. Great. Um, in the mid-16th century, it denoted a continuous tract of land, probably like a serf was working on a lord's continent or terra continent. I don't know. I don't like that. I'm trying to envision a lord saying, ah, yes, welcome to my continent. I know. It's like, no, sir. I feel like they have the ego to do <laughs> that, though. But then, like, the king comes through and the king's like, I actually transcend continents. But, I mean, valid. But also, I just... I'd like to think that there were humble lords at some point just saying like, wow, I definitely don't have a consonant. I just, I have an estate. Crazy. Wow, that's really, really hopeful and optimistic of you. I tried. Optimism needs to show up some somehow, some way. Why not in these hypothetical, <laughs> hypothetical uh, lords? So these hypothetical lords and people... It's all the way to us in the 90s in grade school. Yeah, continents are mass masses of land, and that makes sense, and I'm not questioning it, right? Thinking this is the root word, one and done, terra continens is where it comes from, and that's all there is, and it's all there ever will be. Latin wouldn't love you. But it turns out Latin is a fickle, fickle biatch. Mm-hmm, fickle bitch she is. So we're fast-forwarding. I go on to encounter this word once again later on in like my late teens, maybe like 20-ish. So I was in college and at that time I was also working in a pharmacy. So I was surrounded by a lot of medical terminology um, for the first time, kind of like bombarded with it. An older patient in the pharmacy approached me to ask for medicine and she needed help with her incontinence. I blinked. I didn't know what she meant. I kind of just assumed she didn't know what she was talking about because I was 19 and 
I wasn't humble at all. I was like, hold on. I can't help you anyway. I'm in college. So let me go get my boss. So I went over to the boss and I was like, this lady's asking about like consonant pills. What is she talking about? So my boss explained to me that was a medical condition related to the inability to control your bodily excretions. And he goes, that's the state of being incontinent. And I was like, he said incontinent, which means there's an opposite. So continent means you're able to uh, control your bodily functions. But continent means <laughs> mass of land. How does it come to mean bowel and bladder control? And again, just to kind of break it down, in is essentially, it means not. I was going to say different or <laughs> different or indifferent. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Another journey down etymology doesn't always work avenue here. Oh, we'll go, we'll, we will go down that one in a different Yeah, comment if you want us to complain about different and indifferent, because that just made me very upset. Oh my god. I always complain about people being inefficient. There you go. There we go. (laughs) Efficient and inefficient. That's a better example. So sorry. So in this case, um, efficient means you're able to do something in a seamless way, and inefficient is the exact opposite. You aren't able to do that. So you can't. You cannot. I was like, wait, what is the common common ideolo- uh, ideology? Oh my god. What is the common etymology here? Where do these words come from? So I tried to break it down in other ways. I even like broke off that prefix con from continent, but tenent is not a root continent. That didn't make any sense. So then there I was thinking about, oh my gosh, like, is that why Pangea broke up? Like she became incontinent and made seven continents. And I just for years, I just never thought to look it up, but it was always something that when I encounter this term, I'm always like, I know what it means, but like, why does it mean that? So guess what? Mm. We. <laughs> but what does it mean? What does it mean? It comes from the Latin verb contenere, which means to contain or to hold together, restrain oneself. Oh, that's where contain comes from. Bingo. Like container. Um, and that is the alternate root word for continent so we've got terra continens continuous land and we've got continere holding together or restraining oneself which restraining oneself in that case i feel has a very negative connote but there is another definition of continent oh continent in this medical sense so it also means to restrain sexual urges so if you're incontinent in that respect you're unable to do so. Just why? And they are spelled exactly the same, but you can see the roots aren't the same. The usage over time was never the same. And then one of them is a very specific, like, medical dictionary word that most people wouldn't use. And that's why probably why a lot of us don't encounter it um, until either it happens personally in some way in your life or you're in a medical setting. Yeah. Or like, you know, if it, like you said, it's happening to you personally. Your doctor says it in front of you because they're like, oh, shit, I'm not talking to another doctor. I have to break that down for you. When we're thinking about, like, field-specific things, typically that would be, like, a tier three type of word, meaning, like, literally you're only going to hear it there. Whereas the other version of consonant is, like, tier two word. So it's a more common, like, academic word because it represents land masses. Yeah. I would, I feel like 
You're the teacher. You would like straddle the line between tier one and tier two. Do you? Tier one. Loki. Interesting. Loki. It depends on a few things, and it's been a while since I've I've encountered uh, the term the terminology tier one. Isn't it tier one that it's like closer to you that it's like you encounter it more so like in everyday use you talk about it with like mom dad family then tier two would be like not necessarily discipline but like academia then tier three is discipline yes that's a great way of explaining it that's kind of why i wasn't sure what to say because i feel like that was a word i learned early on and it became like a very common vocabulary word that was easy to understand and like help me then learn it was like the foundation word to learn geography and more about history so that's why I was like, is it one or two? But I don't, I wouldn't say it's a tier three word. Yeah. Yeah, no. Unless, unless you in the medical field, mama. Well, right. Then in that case, um, I did find a tier two vocab list from some HPCSD school. Thanks. Um, from 2014. Thanks, so that, I don't know who, I have no clue who or where or what or when. But it looks like um, continent was a third grade tier two vocabulary word in 2014 at this place (laughs) shout out to you grade three tier three vocab word list and (laughs) you did that yeah whereas a tier three word would be like polynomial because that's very specific to algebra why 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 are you bringing up polynomials though (laughs) it was on the list that's just no you don't just like we don't talk about Bruno, we don't talk about mm. polynomials. You're... Although I'm not going to lie, I think I like, I when I was doing them, like, more often, I, I slaughtered them in the best way. Polynomials? And yeah, You're... but if you ask me to do... Girl, right? That's foil? Foil is... First, out, inner, left. Get at me. <laughs> but it might contain, it creates the polynomials, right? When you're doing the, yeah, the well, foiling. No. I thought the polynomials were the, bre- anyway. Diver. Remember, remember in oh. that intro video when we said this was an English language channel? So, like, what we can do here is tell you what polynomial means from the, Greek roots of it. That's what we can do today. <laughs> Unless Claudia wants to foil something. Girl, I will foil anything any day. <laughs> I still remember what it stands for. Just like PEMDAS. Not PEMDAS. Listen, that was drilled in my head. That tier three word right there was drilled in my head in fifth grade. Horrendous. Oh, trauma. It's giving trauma. <laughs> I feel like feel like probably prior to the 1900s you were definitely hearing continent more like in both ways like probably because let's face it although they didn't know much about medical things (laughs) or they were still learning about medical things back in the 1800s they just sounded smarter they did. Even Sometimes. even if we had body snatchers to learn about anatomy, even if miasma was the source of um, disease before the sewage expedition in London, before Listerine was invented, they still sounded smarter than we do. Listen, 
listen. We both, as we've established, love Broadway. Yes, we both love Hamilton. Sorry, not sorry. But leave it to Hamilton to make a salacious affair just sound so like it's just so flippant eloquent like i i cannot nothing like uh oh you made the wrong sucker a cuckold so with continent we have a never-ending piece of land and then incontinent incontinent essentially you cannot maintain your bowels you cannot maintain a mass. <gasps> Interesting. I was trying to make that connection with continuousness or continuity. Yeah. What the heck is the noun for continue? Continuity. <laughs> yeah, that's the what? <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, is this a true question? Because I'm pretty sure you just said oh, it. Oh man, the continuation of holding your excretions, your bladder, your bowels, whichever it might be, your urges, your cellular waste, continuing to hold in the waste continent, incontinent, thus being the opposite, and that is how you make them antonyms. She did it. <laughs> mm. Mm. What I tell you. What I tell you, B A M B S, baby. <laughs> and by them, I mean the landmass and the medical term are now officially antonyms. Forget continent well, as up. in holding. We're talking continent as in land, as in mass. Also, on a side note, I've only been able. Oh, no, that's an ocean. At one point, I was listing um, seas. I only named four and an ocean. Interesting. Well, hi, Google. How many seas are there? <laughs> the seven seas include the Arctic, North Atlantic, South Atlantic, Arctic! North Pacific, South Pacific, Indian, and Southern Oceans. The exact origin of the phrase seven seas is uncertain. Although there are references in ancient literature that date back thousands of years. Like Pause. Sinbad. I wrote... Hold on now. Pause. Indian? Isn't that an ocean? Um, apparently the Indian Ocean is a, one of seven seas. Well then, I didn't have an ocean. I had a sea. Wait, I'm gonna make you more upset. So you know no. how on Google there are, like, alternate versions of your question that li are listed below? So someone else has asked, similarly, or AI, how many oceans and seas are there in the world? There are five ocean names are the Pacific Ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, Indian Ocean, Arctic Ocean, and Southern Ocean. The f we, today we have five bodies of water on our one world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So in terms of seas, then... What I had was the Red Sea, Mediterranean, Caribbean, Caspian, wow. Narrow Indian. None of them are there. <laughs> Those are probably um, like micro seas that fall within the larger category of sea. And those seven seas fall within the five larger oceans. And that's 
that's that's that on taxonomy wow that's just (laughs) but wait there's more what you're doing is this wiki article which is list of c's oh black c there are 76 of them and all of the ones you just listed off are in this list (laughs) i'm just you know what over it (laughs) (laughs) i i did my best i was like wow i got it Ooh, first one come winds of the caspian sea done (laughs) (laughs) i am learned (laughs) geography sucks anyway what's a paulinia paulinia is it anything it's an area it's well poly like many so yes actually but no but no but no an area of open water surrounded by sea ice oh it is a loan word from russian so we don't have any expertise in this area so i'm now going to cancel the conversation let's move on (laughs) (laughs) i can't i can't speak on russian derivatives but that explains the uh, sounds true um, question, how many, how many C's did you say there were? 72. Uh, <laughs> marginal C's, excuse me, those are called marginal C's. There we go. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Wait, what's happening? Are we in our, what's going on? I, I just. I, I changed the title of the episode. Oh no! Seventy-two marginal, marginal C's of inconsonance. Welcome to episode four. <laughs> before we rate the word, before, before we rate and the I'm just word, making myself laugh. <laughs> that's what's happening here. I'm just making myself laugh. Before we rate our homographs today, we just oh, want to reiterate God. that you've been listening to. Evil Yours English, episode four, the 72 marginal C's of inconsonance. So thanks for getting this far. Mm. <laughs> like and subscribe. In the chaos, that is us. <laughs> Thank you. Like, subscribe, oh. follow, in- enjoy. Tell us what words you need explained and see where we take them. But now we need to rate this word. Christina. Okay. I think you do. So, as a reminder, our rating scale, we have seven features that we're going to rate on, upon. Um, we'll go through them one by one, and they're on a scale of one to three. One being some low quality, <laughs> two being a medium quality, and three being a high quality. And that will make more sense in a second. Um, so, as far as functional usability of consonant and incontinent goes, uh, you just mentioned, like, consonant like land we use all the time. It's literally a tier two word. It's super common. And almost, I think most folks could define it. Um, Whereas it's homograph consonant as in the medical terminology, being able to um, control your bladder and your bowels, I would say that's way less usable. And most people wouldn't say that unless it was very personally relevant to them or you're a doctor. Um, Very true. Very true. I would give it a two. Yeah, I'd have (sighs) to agree with you. Mainly because of continent to the land. (laughs) 
Yeah. And the fact that I literally never heard of the medical term until you brought it up. <laughs> In my rage. <laughs> um, pronounceability, honestly, I'd give it a three. High. Yeah, easy. Because we've had such early exposure to it, um, it's easy to kind of like transfer it. Now, if it was the same, like, spelling and completely different emphasis on different letters and stuff, then I would be like, that's a, that's a hard one. Hard one. I'm with you. Um, our third category, we've got emotional evocation. So how does it make you feel? I feel absolutely nothing when I think about consonants. I, that's rude. the landmass is a noun i feel nothing i don't get excited girl you live on one i, I live on a continent like i don't it doesn't it doesn't matter <laughs> the only time it it doesn't even like spark joy if i'm traveling because i'm thinking about the place the specific like city i'm going to i don't think about like i'm going to antarctica no you're a liar because whenever i say oh man you're going to europe that's nice you're like, yeah, I am. <laughs> like, I'm thinking about London, though. I'm not thinking about <laughs> the continent. The continent of Europe. Now, alternatively, so I would give that continent a one. Continents and incontinents, as in the medical ter terminology, that is a highly charged word. I would say a three because it implies some level of loss of control of something that we might have taken for granted or something you have to prescribe something for or something that happens while you're in a hospital. And I think that is definitely an emotional term once you have to learn it. So mm. I'm giving this one a 2.5. What about you? Ooh. Um, Did you know we could do decimals here? Not, I was today years old, friend. <laughs> um, mm, mm. I would say for me it would be like 1.5 or 2 only because um like not necessarily the landmass but like the medical term i feel if my like somebody in my family was experiencing that i'd probably feel like that emotional um but like currently as it stands It'd probably be closer to 1.5 for me. Well, that means this calculation, this required a calculation. So math brings us to a two. I have to take the average of our our votes here. <laughs> so that one lands at a math. two. <laughs> the math, math, excellent. Mouth feels yours. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> feels nice. I don't. It, it doesn't bother me. I I like it. Continent. I like her. Incontinent. It doesn't like sit weird in your mouth or anything like that. So I give it a three. Yeah, I agree without considering any deeper than just saying the word. A high mouthfeel feels just great. <laughs> 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 All right, the length of the word consonant. I think it's fine. Yeah, she's a three. She's so. Three syllables. I love her. Ooh. It's a good spelling word, you know, for, I guess, third graders. As we learned. As we learned today here on this channel. You heard Spelling your, your two word for third graders. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta spell it. 
easy to sound out as well in in its length like every sound is present Mm -hmm. it like Mm -hmm. letter letter to sound ratio yeah um hmm. semantic impact so essentially like the connotations that are coming with it when you're saying it correct me if i'm wrong yeah and how specific is it so they are specific that's the whole thing with tier two and being a tier two and tier three word is there aren't really synonyms for these things not really so they are highly specific yeah really the only synonym that you could think of for like the land that is a continent is a definition essentially Mm -hmm. yeah but not like a single word yeah so i would say solid specificity on that tree i agree three for both for both definitions for all the definitions and reliability to its roots so we've got two roots here which was unexpected (laughs) very unexpected Mm -hmm. um i would say that they do both rely pretty well to like and hold true to their roots honestly and i'm sorry that they do because i feel like that's gonna further bother you (laughs) so yeah um i would say my guess is terra continens so continens being continuous probably is related to the verb continere in some way so what and that actually i just got the idea from you when you pointed out that they both have like continuity in common sort of so i think somewhere down the line they both are derived from the sense of something that is ongoing continuous mm-hmm. um so i would or, say yeah a three <laughs> <laughs> you're so mad <laughs> yeah i am i was expecting it to be a negative three i was like ready to just give up and not talk about this topic ever again but and then i flexed my my bachelors you're <laughs> welcome <laughs> we have come to the conclusion that seems that this word pretty much slaps it's definitely better than last last ones. the last word yeah the not dry one you know <laughs> the not dry word you know the not dry word but it's also not quiet you know you know you know the one you were there but anyway we have reached unfortunately the end of our digression digression yeah sure i love that and uh our lovely episode and so just know that our pod notes are available via google doc on our link tree and you can find that on our instagram at evilly.yours.english and our YouTube, Evilly Yours English. And um, guys, we started posting on TikTok. <gasps> we only have one at the moment, but she's there. <laughs> and that handle is evilly.yours.english. And in addition to some original content, we will be adding some highlights from video uh video pods so that you could see both of these beautiful faces more um and you know i'd like to think that our banter is hilarious and also don't forget to to follow us on spotify at evilly.yours.english join us for our book club episode we're reading the seven husbands of evelyn hugo get on it yeah not the seven seas of evelyn hugo 
No, definitely. Or the 72. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you so much. See you next week. Anyway, bye. <laughs>